This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup, Soul fam, it's Nessie here. It's been a while, it's been one month. I've had a break, I've finished all my... Okay, I did not finish. (laughs) I've completed most of my uh, work projects and other things outside of what I do here on social media um, and general broadcasting. Um, I hope all of you are well. It's been a, a crazy few weeks in the time that I've been taking a break. The heavens decided to open up and chuck down a metric poop ton of rain onto South Korea. So summer did start and then it kind of halted a bit because the monsoon season came and literally the whole of the Han River overflowed and just came onto the shores. There's holes everywhere. There's water leaking in my apartment, not too badly considering um but yeah it's been a bit of a mess things are now starting to you know calm down a little bit it's kind of reminiscent of that one year in the uk where it rained non-stop for about six weeks and during those six weeks uh, rihanna's umbrella was not the number one song but uh how convenient as i start to record again the rains are calming down so that's a good thing and luckily rains are calming down and hopefully that means the temperatures also will calm down a bit as well the summer hasn't really been that hot this year but I, i'm i'm not risking anything we're still in the middle of august so let's just see how it goes um still stuck in Korea. And I say stuck in the sense of I can't really travel anywhere. Um, Unfortunately, it seems like I can't go back to the UK this year. I have to do that for next year. I'll sort it out. I'll, I'll work it out. And that is that. So at least uh, praise the Lord for technology and phones and the internet i can still communicate with my family on a regular basis even if it's just looking at pictures of the family cat and my brother and sister sending me memes and so i thought i'll start off on a kind of positive note because this episode unfortunately is going to be a bit of a negative one but I'll try to leave on a, a kind of a thoughtful ending to everyone or for everyone, just to get you guys thinking and to just to hear your opinions on what's going on. I thought it'd be much better than doing a YouTube video, mostly because my hair is absolutely poop and I don't really want you guys to see how I look at the moment. Um, but also I think I can articulate my thoughts better if I'm not trying to perform in front of a camera. Um, If it's just me and my voice, then it'd be much more easier. So I don't know where this is going to take me. I'm literally just going to let my thoughts run run wild, but let's talk about it. So uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a famous high school in South Korea, well, let's, let's give the background knowledge actually. So high schools in South Korea, they do graduation photos. Yeah. And some of them tend to go a little bit more outlandish, a little bit more themed. 
Um, and there is one school who is particularly famous for its extreme and uh, extreme photos that they would like use that, that they, they will go all out. They'll have the outfits, they will have, you know, the style and everything. And you know what? It's, it's fun. It's a nice memory to have um, in, well, in your childhood, especially as, you know, as high school is the time before you do your sunung, which is like the main examination that all of these kids are studying for before they go into university in order to go to university, may I add. Um, so there's that. But this school, I have to get its school names, okay? Uh, give me a, a second. But this school... Uh, took it a little bit too far. They did... So there's there's that meme, you know, the, the, the pool bearer meme from uh, Ghana. Uh, where they they go around and you know that one okay very famous everyone loves it especially with the whole you know corona situation when someone like coughs and then they come dancing out um so this school there uh i wish i can have the korean i think is uijongbu high school okay um so this school decided to do these characters so they did it pretty well like they had the suit they had the hat they even had like the whole um the actual coffin and everything the problem was is that they also painted their faces black in order to you know put the cherry on top i guess that's the way they see it because you know the guys that are in the video they are black and this you know, created a big, massive backlash in Korea, especially for within the 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 immigrant. And I'm not going to say expat because you know that that word in itself, I don't really like it. But within the immigrant community, uh, people, well, the yeah, right, expat and immigrant community, okay, because I guess there's people who aren't going to stay for that long, and then there's people who are planning to stay for for quite some time. So there were people who were like, you know this is inappropriate, this is racist, and I am one of those people. And I'm going to say this, under no way or form did I think that these kids themselves were being racist. Because uh, blackface and blah, 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 and all of that, like just, just racism towards black people as a whole is not necessarily a concept that Korea is wholeheartedly aware of in terms of making it offensive to black people like i don't think they do this to make a point towards black people i just feel like they do it and they think that it's funny not realizing the implications behind what they do okay but is the action still racist of course it is so the intent was not meant to be offensive but the action itself was that's it that's my stance on it okay so, uh, amongst all of this, uh, my good friend, Sam Chiri, he uh, pick, picked this up and was like, okay, um, he explained in Korean and he explained in, Korean, uh, in English why this was offensive. He uploaded the picture, um, he talked about it, and he made a post and several people were like, yeah, 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 I agree. 
but then also several Koreans were getting really upset. Um, the the main things that they were trying to put across was um, why are you uploading this picture onto your you know social media platform? Which one? That's a dumb thing because they themselves uploaded the picture onto social media, and as far as social media rules occur, once. You have uploaded something on social media. It's out there in the public domain, right? Memes, videos, all of that. For we know that original meme could have been a private video within, you know, a community, and that was actually someone's funeral. Yet someone found it, thought it was funny, put a song over it, and that then it become a meme, then it became a meme. So then, actually, there's probably a whole Ghanaian community who. Doesn't like the fact that their fathers or uncles' funerals made into a, like a comedic dance, but hey ho. Um, so that's my issue with that. Um, there were other people who were like who the fact that he didn't like a particular tag that he used. Again, dumb excuse. Uh, like it, um, if the hashtag was like hashtag kill Korean students, I think that would have been. A, that would have been a problem, but he simply just said TK pop, which I think the the allegation is that he was trying to make it as if it was like a K-pop issue. But I think he actually got the photo from this site called TK pop or whatever. And then the third one, which people were trying to repeat and hark and hark and hark over and over again, was that he himself did a racist. Uh, facial gesture on the TV show that he was on many years ago called uh, Bijong Sanidam or you know uh, what's it called again in English I don't know but is, is that show where all these like foreign men like come together and uh, talk about issues and stuff um, like Korean issues but they have a foreign perspective on it basically um, and that was quite a few years ago. Now, again, I'm not excusing Sam. Uh, I'm, I'm, the the intent was not for him to be racist because the intent was actually um, for him to pull an ugly face. And I say that in quotation marks. So if you watch the full clip of the video, um, everyone did like a specific uh, facial expression to try and make an ugly face. And then he did that. But of course, the action it, itself can be perceived as racist. So not going to excuse him on that. But my issue is this, this show was aired a good few years ago. Like Bijan Sanidam is not a relevant show anymore. Like it's been going on for years, but back when that show was big, it was like about five years ago, five, six years ago. So if it was such a major problem, why didn't people call it out back then? Like it had a huge audience. Like people were talking about how, oh my goodness, it's so cool. We have these foreign guys talking in, in Koreans. Like, <laughs> you know how like some Korean media like to play up this whole, uh, they are foreign, but they can speak our language. How cool is that? Et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, this was something that was in, you know, the public for a few good few years but it's only now that because they wanted something to be like well don't call out our kids you've done this so that's telling me that people have actually like actively searched out for like some dark history that can be used against sam so they were like scrolling 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 and like well hey you've done this so you can't say anything and people were like oh but what about how, how uh racist black people are to asian people blah 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 
Okay, sorry, I, I had to control myself because I was about to shout. That is not the point, okay? All racism is wrong. All racist actions are wrong. No one is saying that black people are not racist to Asian people. I've seen it, okay? It And not just like Southeast Asian, but like Indian Asian, you know, Middle East and all of this. It is inappropriate and it is wrong. What Sam was talking about in this particular instance was this occasion of these high school students doing blackface. And he was saying that Korean people should educate, you know, young people in a better way to say that blackface in and of itself is incorrect and it should not be done. He got hate for it. He got hate for it. He got attacked. Um, they were saying bad things about him. His mother got uh, sworn at. His little sister got racist words said upon her social media and her Instagram. And in the end, he had to take down the picture, which I guess, you know, is the right thing. And then he had to apologize, which is not the right thing. He didn't apologize for calling that blackface, which I'm so happy that he did. Like he, I'm glad that he called it out and he's unapologetic for that, but he was apologetic for maybe the methods that it went, it came across, which still frustrates me because it's like, why should a black guy, a black person apologize for calling out something that they perceive as racist to them? Do you see what I mean? Like it does, it, it, it does not make sense. And, and the, the situation, what made the problem worse was that the original posters of that meme, like the Ghanaian guy, he turned around and, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, this is really funny. This is cool, blah, blah, blah. So then Koreans started using that and were like, well, see, the original poster found it was funny. So why can't you? Why are you making it a problem? Like, this guy is black and he's okay with it. And I hate that because people are trying to, you know, use, like, one entity, one person, one example, and said, well, if this person thinks it's fine and everyone else should think it's fine, why are you making it a problem? Why are you making it a big deal? So we are seen like the bad people about it. And, and this is not just in Korea, this is internationally. People like to treat each other as monoliths and like, well, if this person thinks this is okay, then why do the other people not think that it's okay? Do you see what I mean? Is is it's, sort of like they're trying to justify their own ignorance and their offensiveness by saying, well, this example of this person um, who you are like thinks that it's fine. So therefore, why do you find it? Why do you have an issue? It's kind of like, you know, uh, a gay person having no problem with the F word. And then other people were like, well, this is my gay best friend. I could say the F word to him and he's cool. So why do you have a problem with it? Why is it okay for um, this black person to be called the N-word by my Chinese friend, but you find it an issue? And this is something that I actually had to learn for myself. Um, and it, 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 it came across this year, actually. Like, I had to make myself aware of it this year. When it comes to certain, like, racist issues we have to not look as all black people as the same because we are not going to find it, it 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 all depends on our personal experiences someone from ghana who grew up in ghana who lived in ghana all of his life 
is not going to experience the kind of racism someone who was born and bred in the UK would have experienced or someone who also is from Ghana but has lived one third of his life in a country where he's become an ethnic minority. Okay, Ghanaian people, black people are the majority in Ghana, okay? You'll be hard pressed to find someone who is racist towards black people in Ghana. And even if they are, they would be the minority. They would be they would not be the majority. So something that is like that to them, that's not going to be offensive. Someone who grew up in the UK, however, like myself, where the country is 80% white, who had to grow up with people making, you know, snide comments and little jokes about my ethnicity and the food I eat and the clothes I wear and the music that I listen to, that is going to be offensive to me because it's like I've had to deal with this rubbishness my entire life. I don't want to be dealing with it anymore. Like what happened to Black Lives Matter is like, do we not have a voice? Is it just all for show? So like this guy who Korea adored because like he was a black guy speaking Korean and it was such a unique and cool thing. Now there's more black people uh, uh, speaking in Korean and he speaks up saying that this is offensive was like, oh, no, 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 no. You've touched on a t- uh, very tetchy subject. Now you're you're saying that Korean people are bad. We don't like it. There was even like a petition to try and get him deported out of Korea, which is ridiculous uh, because one, why are you going to petition for someone to get kicked out? Two, the man's got Korean citizenship. Three, the man's to get Korean citizenship. The man had to study and do a test and know things about Korea that probably 80% of Korean citizens will have no idea about anyway. He's probably more Korean than half of the people who are complaining about him and what he said and what he spoke up for. And yet you have the audacity to have a, a petition to try and kick him out. Luckily, the Blue House deleted that petition and said, like, y'all are stupid. Don't do that. Please don't do that. It's. I don't. I. I don't even know where I'm going with this. It's almost like like a rant podcast, really, like a like a purging of the emotion. Because the day that all of this kicked off, I was just so hurt. Like I was really in pain by all of this. Like it broke my heart to feel like all of what I'm doing is for naught. That there's going to be people out there who are just going to be like well, it's okay uh, to treat and look at black people this way because this black person thinks it's okay, so why should you care? And I can't say anything. Um, You just have to smile and nod and be as Korean as possible. But it's like, no. There's issues with that. The main thing is, like, you're going to try and be a nation that reaches out globally, then you have to be aware of global issues. And a big global issue is indeed blackface. All these people, there was like a Reddit thread about how uh, Western or American issues should not uh, be brought into South Korea. Where at the end of the day, if Korea wants to spread out into the West, it has to be aware of Western issues. I'm sorry, but you can't trap yourself and but at the same time, ex- expect that 
you want recognition from other countries. You simply cannot. It just the world does not work like that. You have to be more aware, especially you know when your biggest export, K-pop, is so reliant on heavily on black culture, black music culture, and then you have you can turn around and be like, well, I'm gonna do something that is effect- offensive to the very culture that you're trying to borrow from. Nah, nah, that ain't it. And and it was frustrating just to watch all of this unfold. Um, but there's a couple of things that made me feel better. Uh, one, uh, another school did the same thing or a similar thing, but then uh, had the cheek to tag, uh, to hashtag Sam Achiri in the picture as if to say, look, we're doing it. <laughs> Does this offend you? Does this upset you? And then actually a couple of Koreans were like, well, that yeah, that is offensive. Like, why do you have to tag Sam in it? Why are you trying to make it a point? Um, a lot of people are starting to realize, yeah, it, it is wrong. But, and you know, it's a repeated process. Blackface is nothing new in Korea. Koreans have been doing this for ages and they've always kicked up a fuss and they go, oh yeah, we're sorry, we're sorry. But then I, I just think certain people just don't pay attention, don't listen or don't want to listen until they get called out about it. But it's a growing thing. They're, they're coming fewer and far between in terms of like the actual incidences of blackface. And the third thing that made me a bit more positive was that we're actually talking about um, cultural appropriation as part of uh, a little unit that we're doing for my highest level and oldest kids in my academy. And we were talking about how, uh, well, so someone brought up the Sam Achiri incident and uh, one of the kids, bless him, uh, he brought it up and talked about it, but then he brought up the whole, but the Ghanaians found it okay, so why should the rest of us worry? And, you know, other, and the other students were like, yeah, 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 teacher, like, I don't understand. Why is it a problem if they found it okay? And then I was like, okay, you have to understand, like I said earlier, you have to understand not everyone who is the same ethnicity will have the same experiences and the same values and therefore same reactions. Think of it this way. You see a foreigner coming to Korea and they wear a hanbok, you feel proud because they're wearing something that is your culture, isn't it? You're, they're wearing something that you grew up with and you are happy about. It. Like, yeah, 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 we like it when foreigners wear hanbok. I said, cool. However, a Korean American student will not be happy because that is part of their culture that they probably got bullied for when they were growing up. So like if the, especially a boy, if he has a handbook, which is like pink and light blue, he'd probably be teased for being gay or whatever, because those were colors that girls wear. It's like, oh, do you want to be a girl? Why are you wearing a dress? What's this silky outfit? Blah, blah, blah. But then you, that person would uh, see like a white person wearing the same thing. And, and it's, it's almost like, well, why is it cool and okay for him and not for me? And then they were like, oh, I kind of see it. It's like, yeah. They are both Korean ethnically, that you are Korean, this kid, this uh, Korean American kid is Korean. However, your experiences is, and experiences is, what kind of English is that? Your experiences and, you know, what you've been through in your life will 
tailor make your reactions completely different. All right. And in the same instance, like uh, a Korean adoptee may not understand the significance of the Japanese rising sun flag and then may even have a t-shirt with it on and think it's cool because they're an anime fan and that's all right for them. But then in Korea, it's a highly offensive uh, memory of the Japanese uh, occupation of Korea itself. And they were like nodding, they're starting to get it and starting to understand. It's like, oh, so even though it was okay for the Ghanaian guy, it, because he's Ghanaian, he has never experienced racism or probably, had, pro- probably has never experienced racism um, in his country. But for someone who is African-American or Black British or Black European, Black Australian or whatever, if they are in a minority, they are going to experience things differently. We are not a monolith. And they were all like, oh, teacher, teacher, uh, yeah, I think we get it. I think we understand now. Like, So education is possible. It is possible to explain to the younger generation that, you know, there are some things that are inappropriate for certain cultures and there's some things you can't do. There's some things you can't say. Um, but as long as you ask the right questions before it, I, I know your intentions are not there to offend and to, you know, to impede unless you pop, uh, pop like yeah, actively going out to say something negative. Um, I just up, uh, I uploaded a couple of days back uh, on my Instagram about how some some kid after I you know showed my support for Sam uploaded a comment on one of my YouTube uh, videos calling me the n-word and nothing else luckily my spam filters picked it up and deleted the, the comment straight away but those people I think they're there you know just to make a point but then I felt like if you sat down with them and actually spoke with them they would get it because the kid that himself, he's only 17 years old. So I don't think he gets why that's inappropriate. Some of the older people, you know, the people who are commenting and saying that Sam should go back to his own country. These are like grown ass adults in their forties and fifties. So I almost feel like most of them are lost cause because they're just so ingrained in their own ways and thoughts that they cannot be changed. But the younger ones, like my kids, my students, the kids that are growing up now and they're being, uh, they're absorbing more like international music and media and and food and and news and all of that, that there's chance for them to realize there is more to the world than the tiny peninsula that they're on. So fingers crossed they will learn. And Sam? If you're listening to this podcast, I would love to like invite you on. Um, like this half of this this season, I'm gonna get a lot more guests on for like conversations and to talk about things. So I would love to sit down with you and talk to you about you know your past ten years here and how you've been feeling, how you've been doing with all of this. Um, and you have my support, brother. You always have. Uh, you're part of my inspiration for why I came and moved here in the first place. And I'm going to keep on fighting that good fight for you as well. Well, thank you.
yeah um i hope that <laughs> this this messy podcast was just interesting for you to listen to i i just needed to get my thoughts out i think that was the best thing that i could have done just to get my thoughts across in some way that was somewhat coherent but still released so people could understand how i'm feeling and i am feeling better about things like as times time went on and as people's reactions starting to calm down starting to realize that actually mm, maybe the initial blowout was wrong i am feeling a bit better um i think just people just been moody for the sake of being moody but that it is what it is so thank you guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed it um if it's the first time that you've listened to one of my podcasts welcome and I hope you enjoyed it. And please check out, I have like 20 more episodes that I've done previously in um, the first half of this season that you can listen to. Um, so go check that out. Go check out all my social medias. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Nessie. And I'm on uh, Facebook and YouTube on Soul to Soul. Check out some of my YouTube videos. Come talk to me. Let's have a conversation. Ask me any questions. Let's just chat and let's just keep going. But for now, I'll catch you all on the flip side. Bye, Soul Fam. I'll see you later. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.